Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of the Social Marketing Academy podcast. My name is Christopher Tompkins, and I am here with Dan. Hello. Hey, <laughs> from both of us, big uh, excited hellos. Uh, we have a great show today. Um, we're going to be talking about paid content and your social media marketing campaign yep. and how they relate to each other and how you need to actually start paying attention to paid content. Um, because uh, social media isn't 100% free anymore in nope. terms of your reach and influence. Uh, we got some cool segments. Um, first up, we're going to kick off by talking about the um, current trend of paid content and how it just gets increasingly more uh, popular on sites, especially in sites like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all your favorites, kids. Um, then I'm going to talk about um, what businesses need to do to keep up with current trends, meaning um, obviously paid content trends and how can businesses afford to simply do nothing which they really they can't, can't. no <laughs> they can't sorry <laughs> sorry guys uh there is a thing called a social media budget for a reason um then uh we got dan he's gonna kick off the end of the show with his top three tips for attracting a crowd yeah we've got some amazing tips coming up for for twitter and attracting a crowd on there, so keep in tune for that. Yeah, that's going to be up um, <laughs> towards the end of our show. Um, but, you know, first off, I really want to just dive into the topics. Like everyone, just everyone has a little bit of mass on what yeah, we're talking yeah. about, which is um, the popularity of paid content. You know, paid content is just getting more and more popular and it's almost like a freight train in terms of getting more yeah. and more popular if we're looking at the current landscape as opposed to the landscape of like a year ago uh the whole advertising and boosting and enhancements yeah uh, it's a much different story it's you know? getting ridiculous basically isn't it especially in oh, facebook's yeah. case oh my god they're gosh. constantly changing their algorithms and changing how people can use the site to make it harder for normal people Mm -hmm. to actually get their content up there to to their friends it's kind yeah. of yeah oh it's it's ridiculous you know it's one of the things i think one of the biggest misconceptions is that because i have a facebook page and you've liked my page yeah that you're seeing everything that i'm posting no it doesn't happen that way does it no it's it's literally like rub a lamp make a wish <laughs> it ain't happening because this is this is i mean gosh that changed two years ago three years ago yeah and it was really funny when they did it because um and we're talking specifically um, facebook as an example here um they it was one day where i had a client which had five thousand likes to their page mm. so an audience of five thousand were they all engaged probably not so when <laughs> we put a post out it would have a reach of about two thousand people or three thousand yeah that's a good amount of people yeah. and then um one week later it had ten. Oh. So and, that's a big drop. Yeah, it was like they pushed a button and then that was the end of doing that. And then obviously uh, all, all of the clients that I had at the time said, hey, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Were you getting blamed for it? Yeah, oh, of course. Because, Wasn't you. <laughs> you know, in, in the game of social media, it's, it, you know, the social media <laughs> marketing companies are always going to take the fall yeah. um, for when the sites change. Um, I mean, for example, even on um, Friday, I sent everyone a screenshot of that uh, about the Facebook yeah, changing. Facebook's been changing stuff again. Yeah, but the, the best part is, is they're changing all of the terminology that they've already explained. Brilliant. So it's now <laughs> new terminology. So what happens is everyone gets really confused as to what sorts of results. 
But what I can rest assured and tell you is that you do need to have paid content in order to get results on sites such as Facebook in particular. You know, one of the things that I find, um, just a couple stats that we dug up. Yeah. $41 billion will be spent, $41 billion will be spent on social media advertising this in this is, year alone. It's just crazy to me. But that's what... Uh, all that, all that money's going into Facebook's pocket, isn't it? So that's why they're Directly. obviously doing it. Directly. They make it harder for people to actually get their content to others so that mm-hmm. people have to pay to do it. Which Absolutely. Is, it's quite genius in a way, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of annoying because if you are just a normal user, you can't you can't share stuff with your friends. It's kind of like you've mm-hmm. got to pay to share stuff with your friends, which I don't really know if I agree with. But, yeah. of course, if you're a business as well, oh yeah, even to get your content out there it's just you've got to pay for it which is you know something we'll touch on soon yes yes i mean every single facebook account that we were handling two years ago did not have any sort of advertising budget and now 99.9 percent of them do Mm. and it's not just hey 25 bucks here and there it's thousands of dollars yeah so it's people are waking up to the importance of it because they are seeing direct results by increasing their budget which we'll talk about a little bit later about the benefits because uh, Dan's got some questions for me. Yeah, so I'm just wondering how do you think all this is affecting everyday users? Do you think it's affecting them at all? Or? It is becoming a little bit more manipulative yeah. um, in terms of how people are getting reached on Facebook. Definitely, yeah. So it, it's kind of if you are, I think everybody kind of knows now if you see a, a weird post that mm. you're looking at and you're like, oh, what's this sponsored? It's sponsored. This is an ad. <laughs> so, uh, and and I think what's really interesting is that how many people are shocked that this is actually happening. Yeah. I mean, you can't even watch Hulu, which you subscribe to without having ads in between all the elements. You can actually pay for the no ads yeah. option. And I wonder if, if Facebook would ever do that. Um, probably not. But well, I think you're kind of touching on something I've been thinking about. Uh, yeah. Was it? The obviously in the past they've got to a point where they're spending loads and loads of money just yeah. keeping their platform going and they've thought how are we going to actually create some revenue from this mm-hmm. and one option they probably had was why don't we why don't we ask users to pay a subscription fee right now obviously that doesn't really work because it's a social media mm-hmm. so they had to think well who can we charge money to and it's well businesses of course yeah so you're right that's probably why they've gone down this route of kind of forcing people to pay to have their content shown mm-hmm People and people, as you say, don't actually realize that that's going on. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the genius of it. They don't realize that they're losing out in some way when they are. Yeah. And I think that what that's going to force a site like Facebook to do is to become more cunning with how they Mm. deliver things. And their big plan now is to constantly make it confusing for the people (laughs) that are actually managing the budgets. Like I was saying, and also with the changing of the algorithms. So we're not like, for example, that change that they have that happened on Friday where they brought in an entire new language in terms of how people are going to be, um, you know, tracking their ad success. So for example, if a week ago, if I said, okay, well, our objectives are X, Y, and Z. Facebook was like, whoa, we're not using X, Y, and Z anymore. <laughs> we're going to use A, B, and N. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, it's it's really challenging. 
so what happens is you end up spending more for to chase these results. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like you're addicted to getting what you got before, but it just becomes more confusing to make sense of. It's kind of like if they continuously change the rules of the game, then you can't actually master the game. Absolutely. Maybe, that, maybe that's what they don't want people to, to like master Facebook so that... There's always kind of like a level level playing field. No, I absolutely agree, and because it's like it's like if you go into any sort of toy store or in a game section of any yeah, department yeah. store, there's like 14 different types of Uno that you can get, <laughs> but they're all Uno. Yeah, but it's they have all these different versions to make a cutesy. Facebook isn't doing that. Facebook is making Uno and then turning it into Jim Rummy, and then it's turning it into <laughs> poker, and then it's turning it into another hand of game, and it, it, it's I think it's. I think it's going to affect everyday users and businesses in different ways. I think businesses are going to, I think they're going to start spending more. Yeah, well, they're going to have to. But again, mm-hmm. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so another question I had for you is, mm-hmm. do you still think that organic engagement is going to be a thing? Like, Do you think people will still be able to put up a post and have it go viral or, or not? Um, I think yeah. I think to an to an extent, I think because for example, if something does go viral, yeah, you can then throw some money on top of it, and, mm, and it's yeah. basically like squirting gasoline on a fire. But um, I think well, you know, let's think about it. At any time, everyone's like, oh, all I need is one viral video to sell these million <laughs> widgets, and it's like, guys, that's 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 like one in a million or one in a billion, if yeah. you want to say that. So, I, I really do feel like it's going to be tough to get organic and also i've seen sometimes people's reactions to these ads mm. are so negative yeah so negative um, it's definitely going to be harder to get a uh, more organic engagement just because the way we talk about the rules but they've changed the rules mm-hmm. so that's harder to do yep and that's kind of sad in a way because a lot of people actually go on social media sites mm-hmm. to see those like viral videos yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. silly things that have gone on you know and now now that you've lost that maybe you'll lose a bit of the i don't know the exciting element of why you go on there you know there's a there's an argument for it to say that it might help increase organic mm. engagement yeah because if i'm there and it's so smart that it knows me yeah like like we're going through alexa and google home which is tanking but like you know with something like alexa where alexa learns you and learns what yeah, you like and knows and yeah, what you want to listen to and stuff yeah. exactly but if you go into facebook it's actually getting way better at knowing yeah. what needs to be served up it's getting me. smarter for yes. sure so you think kind of like half of it is that they're gonna learn so much about me that half of my posts are going to be exactly what i want to see and the other half are going to be paid content that people are paying for me to see i think it's going to be i think it's going to be based on your interaction so yeah. first thing with that would be that so if you engage with one puppy photo you're seeing puppy photos for the rest yeah. of your friggin' life um and the second part is i think <laughs> it's going to learn you as a consumer mm. so if you are really really interested in a type of meditation and yeah. you saw this one deepak chopra had this med- meditation series and then <laughs> you weren't ready for it but i kept on telling you about it and then it gave mm. you complimentary products and then it's almost like it's become a social network and a Groupon or like a shop or mm, Amazon. Yeah, Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It kind of becomes a conglomerate idea. Hopefully they don't push that too far because yeah. eventually you'll get City going on there because you've constantly been sold to, mm-hmm. which is kind of annoying. You know, you just want to go on there to to talk to your, your cousin or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you end up getting sold a Deepak Chopra yeah. <laughs> yoga course. I don't know. <laughs> All right. One more question I had. Yoga <laughs> 
<laughs> so do you think the quality of content is going to matter anymore because if mm. you can just pay for people to see your content why would you need to make any good content uh well you know i think it still has to be sophisticated in terms of message so you know if you're saying you can't and this is the other thing that facebook's doing you can't say yeah. buy this now you need this you literally cannot say that um it will block your ad so you have to be kind of smart as a marketer and you have to mm. know this is the one thing I'm always banging on about demographics and how important they are. And this is why I bang on about it, because if you know who your audience is, you can reach them. And if you know how to speak to them, you can actually write something to them that would engage them like like a real person engagement, yeah, not, yeah. not just constantly selling. Um, so you've got to have smart, you've, you're going to have to be smart with your content, aren't you? Yeah, even though you are paying to get it up there, it's kind of a, it's kind of an annoyance in a way. You, you've got to first of all put the time and effort into making good content, and then you've also actually got to pay to get it out there, even though it is already good. Yeah, if I'm going to spend ten thousand dollars for a full page spread in Rolling Stone, and I'm going to misspell yeah. four sentences and have loads of grammar mistakes, <laughs> that doesn't it doesn't work. You know, people are going to think that it still has a branding situation. Also, if you have a sensitive brand and you're doing sponsored content, you have to be very careful about how you present yourself. Yeah, if there's any controversy that people can like latch onto, people like to have their opinions heard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no matter how negative they are on social media. So I think as we're talking about branding, that would probably be the the perfect opportunity just to switch the conversation a little bit. Oh, let's switch it. Let's flip it. So let's move into our next segment where All we're right. going to uh, talk about what businesses need to know about paid content. Mm. So that'll be over to you, Chris. Oh, I'm I, I'm excited. What do businesses need to know about paid content? There's a few different things I think that need to be defined. First off is what do we mean by content? Um, literally anything that you yeah, post. Anything. Anything. Videos, photos, slogans, pictures, uh, status updates, anything is content. Because if I am seeing it with my eyes and I am consuming it, it's content. Now, even that is something that I don't think a lot of businesses even think no. about. Mm-mm. They'll maybe they'll do some content that they've actually made and they'll, yeah. they've thought about, mm-hmm. but then maybe a photo comes along and they just post, post it straight to uh, Facebook. They don't actually think about what they're going to write with the photo, the mm-hmm. hashtags, how the photo is looking. They just put it straight onto social media. Oh yeah, believing that's good enough when really it's not. You've got to think everything is content. Absolutely. And I, I mean, if you're going, and this is a no-brainer example, like say, for example, one of your, uh, your named business owner of the year, mm. and there's a ceremony and the mayor gives it to you or something or other, and there's a, and you go up on stage and you give a speech, and then your significant other took loads of pictures and they just live on their phone for the rest of their life. It's kind of like, why would I not want to put that out there yeah. and tell people that I'm a respected source in the community, I do this, and I really want to thank the sponsors of the event. And <laughs> There's ways of doing it so you can get a lot of mileage out of it. Even worse than that scenario is when somebody goes along and takes terrible photographs of it. <laughs> and them up. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody on a stage about a thousand feet away look like an <laughs> ant. Yeah. And then it just doesn't make the impact. So you've got to really think about your content. Yeah, and also how you want to be uh, how you want to be positioned because I've seen clients send me pictures that are totally not ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
drinking cocktails or um, <laughs> just some like there was one where it was I want to say it was a CPA or somebody and there was pictures of them at a costume party where they were in jail and they were dressed up like a jailbird <laughs> in a jail cell and they were like can you please post these out immediately I'm I was thinking I don't think that's, that's... not the, the best for their image you know yeah, should we put that as your cover uh, I mean <laughs> so why is content important for a business do you think they can get get along without content or, or not no because you can't tell your story i mean it, you really i think nowadays it's i mean obviously we're talking about paid content but yeah you still have to put content out there so for example if i'm on facebook and i want to um put out paid content it could just be a regular post that i'm writing yeah. that i want people to see and i want them to see it so bad that i, I don't mind spending five dollars to get them to see it so um I think getting your brand out there is super important. Um, I think that reputation is something that you have to really focus on online. I don't think it's just a word of mouth environment anymore. I think you really need to be able to get your offline and your online together. Yeah. And I think content really can help you do that. So that kind of brings me on to the next point, which is asking, is organic traffic enough now? It's not. Um, I think that there's different ways to skin the cat. Like I think yeah. that if you do, um, if you're doing the paid content route, which is obviously you means that you have a budget that you're working with. Cause if you don't have a marketing budget, folks, this, this conversation isn't going to be that meaningful <laughs> for you because you don't know what you're supposed to be budgeting. But, um, I think that with, I think it's really important to have such specifically directed traffic. Yeah. So with paid content on Facebook, I keep on going back there. Um, we can actually put a code on your website where you can then track conversions. Yeah. So it's it's intelligent information, and you're using an intelligent marketing, um, almost marketing advertising software that Facebook offers. So it's really really intelligent, and I, and I think that organic traffic is great, but it's kind of dumb. Yeah, like if I'm maximized for one keyword, but that keyword brings me the wrong audience, yeah. I'm screwed. You know, I'm just going to get tons of inquiries that I don't want. And folks, everyone does this. I've had so many people come to me saying, I don't believe in Google pay-per-click ads. Hmm. Well, it's because you don't know how to do them because they're <laughs> very challenging. I'm not calling people stupid. I just, I, I find them difficult myself. But what happens is you spend, I've, and I've worked in different environments where yeah. we, we did Google pay-per-click and we were just like, oh, who's your audience? My least favorite answer, anybody with money. So we were going <laughs> after that type of market. And guess what? The people that didn't have the money were the ones that were clicking on the ads. Yeah. So time wasters. So I think that... The it's social... a waste of time and money, that, isn't it? Oh, oh my gosh. And it's so expensive, too. I mean, I've worked in, I've worked in companies that spent like three to $10,000 a month on Google. Um, I find that the social media paid traffic is yeah. it's easier to, if you're not sophisticated you can still track and see numbers that will make sense that can kind of give you some sort of social proof but but organic traffic not enough is it no i don't think organic traffic i think when it comes to any sort of traffic you need to have a mix you need to have some paid traffic you need to have some organic traffic you need to have directed traffic meaning that you have um, promotional things you're doing internally to get people out there, yeah. email blasts, email signature lines, all that kind of good stuff. So a little bit of everything. So how would a business actually get into paying for their content? Is it easy or is it? I think Facebook and Twitter have the most straightforward ones. Yeah. I think Twitter is more straightforward than Facebook, but it has less options. 
So on Facebook, it's kind of like, do you want them to smile? Half smile. Wink at you. I mean, there's like, there's so many, you're like, you're, you're going after so many different reactions from your audience. Whereas Twitter is kind of like, do you just want this in front of people? Okay. Who? Um, so it's a little bit easier if you're not, if you're not like really super into all of the advertising situations, but literally if you have an account, yeah. you can go in, click advertise on any of these and then give them your credit card details yeah. and uh, go for the ad. Um, I think that it's really useful to find tutorials or we have lots of information on our blog as well. I want to just give a shout out to that. Um, the go agency USA.com uh, that we have lots of information about Facebook advertising and other social yeah. advertising. So if you want to kind of get started, jump started really quickly, you can. Um, but yeah, I think that you just have to get out there and get your feet wet. Yeah. Just play with it a little bit. So you've got a list there of top three mistakes that people make when they're, mm-hmm when they're boosting their content. So would you like to share that? Yeah, I think my, my number one mistake is just having the complete wrong audience. Like I was yeah. saying before that anybody with money <laughs> is my audience. I think that's terrible. Um, I've said this so many times and I've, I mean, it's in my book. It's in everything. If you don't know who you're marketing to, stop mm. it. Stop and figure that out. Figure it out. You're just wasting your money. <laughs> you're really wasting your money unless you're selling water. You know what I mean? It's it, you really even if you're selling water, you need to know who your audience is. It's really, really important because you can create custom audiences, and they're really, yeah. really specific. So if you're sending it to um, a male audience of 18 to 25, but your actual target market proof is is a female between 40 and 50, that is completely different, folks. Wasting your money as usual. <laughs> yeah, wasting your money as usual. That's what somebody <laughs> I keep mentioning. You know, don't waste your money. You just. <laughs> No, I, I completely agree with you. I, it's it's but that's the plan. You don't have a plan. You're planning to fail. Kind yeah. of situation. Uh, you know, it's really important. Also, another mistake is boosting low quality content. There's nothing like yep. a post that has tons of errors in it and low res image, and you're putting forty five bucks to boost it. It's like, what are you doing? Wasting your money as usual. Wasting your money as usual. Uh, okay, <laughs> maybe that can be like one of our catchphrases. Like uh, Wasting money as usual. <laughs> I mean, so uh, the last one, rounding out these top three mistakes, is uh, boosting content just for the sake of it. And this is another thing where I, I always say, "What's your strategy? What do you? What does your social media strategy looks like? Look like?" And um, usually, people say, "Well, that's why I'm coming to you." Yeah. And I and I think that's I think that's I understand that, but I don't understand it when no understands what the marketing strategy is or how they're going to reach people because here's the thing if you're coming up with okay I'm gonna be hitting these zip codes with this flyer campaign yeah and they're all going to be um, home health care companies that focus on memory care um, yeah that's an audience that you can create on Facebook and then you can do ads and then mm. you can do lots of different things to it but a lot of people don't think about it like they just it's, it's like all trapped in their head and they think yeah. that it's I'm doing this for my brochure mail out but it would never work online because online is a different world. Mm. And it's finding that connection, I think, between existing old marketing uh, practices and planning with this whole new paid content situation. You've got to have a goal, don't you? Mm. But I've got something to say about uh, boosting contact, <laughs> boosting content for the sake of it. Yes. What were you got to say, Dan? I'm interested. <laughs> Wasting money as usual. Hey! <laughs> Coming out. That'll be, that'll be my next title, my next book. Um. <laughs> so, 
Hello, you're back to the Social Media Marketing Academy. I'm Dan, and I've got Chris with me here. Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Everyone. And I'm going to share my <laughs> top three tips for Twitter to attract a crowd. Yeah. So, tip number one, start a conversation. Don't forget that Twitter is a social network, so you need to actually be social socializing on there. Yep. You can't just post and then never reply to anybody else. <laughs> you actually have to socialize on there. Now, you don't want to be the person that's standing at the edge of the party by yourself, mm-hmm. sipping your drink, w- wanting to leave. Yeah, exactly. You, you've got to get your, your followers involved. Mm-hmm. got to talk to them. Yep. You've got to speak to them. Ask them questions. Get in, involved in discuss, discussions with them. Mm-hmm. You've got to have that dialogue there. So that's my number one tip. What do you think of that, Chris? I like it. Um, I like The reason I like it is because that every time that someone interacts with something that you put out there, the algorithm favors you. Yeah. So it's almost like you're doing um, search engine optimization and your keyword finally got picked up on your website so that more traffic is organically going there. This is in a way of organically boosting your content to a whole new, another, another audience on Twitter where it's very, very cluttered. So it's a really great way. Also, it's a great way to um, find new people that are relevant to yeah. your conversation. My second tip. Here it is. Be open with your customers. Now, Boom. What, I'm, what I mean by that is... <laughs> If you've got a business and you're online on Twitter, yep. all of your I communication... You. I hear you. I hear you. All of your communication with customers is open, yeah. public. Mm-hmm. It's out there. Now, that is really bad if you're a really negative person and you love to shout with your customers. Yep. But if you love to speak to your customers, get involved with them, as I said in the first tip, if you like speaking to them, yeah. it's a great opportunity for you to not just speak to them but also mm-hmm. show all your other followers mm-hmm. how nice of a person you are it's always good for me when i go on a business's twitter and i see they've been speaking to other people just having an open discussion mm-hmm. and really letting their customer service get out there yeah i, I see i i think you have to do this and this is one of those things where i like this tip because for a lot of people probably a lot of people listening yeah. to this this is like way outside of their comfort zone yeah, <laughs> because the first thing that a lot of people think is, how can I respond as my company? And it's really interesting because you should know how to do that. Yeah, you should really know how to do that. And they're like, well, what does my company sound like? They sound like me. No, they don't sound like me. Do they sound like the CEO. Well, maybe they don't sound like the CEO. And then this is where a lot of people I find get stuck. Like, it's mm. especially with content in general. I always tell. Our clients, you know, please share anything that's going on within within your um, yeah. within your company to almost like lift the curtain to show people a glimpse into the daily life. And I'm like, well, all we're doing is filing. Well, don't you have a birthday party for people? Don't you? Isn't there special people that pop into your office that you really care about? Isn't there something that's going on? And it's funny because once they start thinking that, they're like, wow, there's lots of things. Yeah. Right? And it's like, well, how do you talk to those people? Well, we're welcoming. We're professional. It's like, boom, your tone. Go talk to people on Twitter, you know? Um, But yeah, it's a big mistake if you don't. Yeah. If you're not open. I guess just be personable, you know? Yeah, and professional too. Now, tip number three. Here it comes. Quite simply, go live. Yeah, go. This is another trend. Everybody's going live nowadays. Facebook live, Twitter live, everything's live. Live. So basically, (laughs) live. You like saying live. (laughs) Basically, just go live because... There you go. Even Facebook and Twitter, they're 
shaping their algorithm yeah. so that more people will go live. Right. They're all trying to take the live sector of uh, mm-hmm. the audience. So basically, just go live. We've been doing it for the last few weeks at yeah. the Go Agency. Yeah, I love it. And think the staff they're enjoying it. People and engagement is it's like huge for going live. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Again, like as you were mm-hmm. saying, even if you're filing at your office and doing nothing else, you can probably make a few behind the scenes little yeah. lives just to show your customers mm-hmm. or your potential customers what it's like at your business. Instagram does something as well where you can do um, Instagram stories. You can do Instagram live as well. But even if you're doing an Instagram story and your boss has a bobblehead on his desk and just, you just hit the bobblehead and do yeah. a loop of it, <laughs> it's going to it's gonna engage. And that's goofy, you know? And if you're a serious um, financial professional or investment or legal or medical and you're like, I could never do something mm. like that, you could do something different. There's something different about everyone's yeah. uh, corporate culture or company culture that would really, really work. And I think the live thing, what my favorite part of it is, is that everybody gets notified of it. So if you are connected to somebody and they're going live, you get an, you get yeah. an update about it. So they're really trying to push it. So you're getting more eyes on your content because Facebook's uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, gosh, you put something new on LinkedIn, it tells everybody. Yeah, um, It's a really great way for you to get more exposure to your market inexpensively. Yeah, the engagement, as I say, is just yeah, through the roof when you do it. So definitely go live. So, so that's my top three tips for using twitter to attract a crowd yeah that's a that's a those are the top three <laughs> and, but one thing i want to say though i gotta say it though you got to check out our facebook lives if you want to learn more about uh, me um me daniel and the rest of the go agency yeah. team or the go agents if you were uh but check out our facebook page just go on to Facebook and Google The Go Agency or go to our website, thegoagencyusa.com and click on the Facebook link in the uh, upper right-hand corner yep. and that will take you right there. We we do them every Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday around 1 o'clock. Around 1 o'clock. We have to see what we're doing. Sometimes we're busy. We're busy people. <laughs> this is a busy company. I mean, but what we can say. So, um, so yeah. So, wow. Um, I think we're moving into... Our final thoughts on today's Our topic. Final thoughts, like I, Jerry Springer. It, yeah, you know, it his, is. His final thoughts at the end. Yeah, uh, my final thoughts, what you know. What is it, Dan? I gotta know. <laughs> page content. If you're not doing it, then you've got to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> very, that, very good, Dan. My tip is to kind of piggyback on Dan's. I think if you're not doing it, you should do it. But before you do it, know who the hell you're trying to reach. Yeah. With what message and what you sound like. And then when you get onto one of these platforms like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and you want to create an ad, you can go really fast through yeah. the process. What happens is when you get into these platforms and you're trying to do the paid content, you don't understand what content is. You don't know how to log on to your Facebook page. You lost your login. You don't know how to get your credit card information on there. Like these are all barriers to entry. If you have everything in one place where you can very easily roll through the process quickly, it's going to make sense. So I really say that, you know, do the paid content, but before you do that, do your due diligence that you know exactly what your objective is and how you're going to reach your audience. Yep. You said it much better than I did. (laughs) Well, you know, excellent folks. Thank you so much for listening to us say the Social Marketing Academy. It's Chris and Dan. And uh, if you want to learn more about the Go Agency, which I'm sure you are dying to learn more, uh, we help companies small and large business to business and business to consumer to really make sense of the social media landscape as well as the online landscape so we do everything from 
Facebook advertising campaigns to website design, training, consulting, and everything in between. Check us out, thegoagencyusa.com. And again, definitely check out our Facebook Lives. Yeah. we got a whole bunch up in there. We'll be doing another one um, this week. We'll do it every Tuesday. And then, um, yeah, you have anything else you want to add? Yeah, just one more thing. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at chris at thegoagencyusa.com. Yeah, I always appreciate a nice email. So yeah, absolutely. Sure. If you have questions or you want some stuff uh, covered on the next episode, please send through suggestions. We get tons of emails about this. So, you know, we're always happy to answer any of your questions on air. So um, from Chris and Dan, this is the Social Marketing Academy. We'll be checking you out next week. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye.